Call Her Daddy fan club. Welcome back to episode 36 review. Um, sex sins and girls DMing first. So as always, you know, Call Her Daddy always starts with something with fashion, IG, or a, um, an ad or promo, whatever you call it. And as you know, I'm transitioning this to a more holistic one. IG is always something that they ever taught that they begin the podcast with or in the middle of it. Um, they say a lot of do's and don'ts on stuff like this. This is all within a societal standard of being and portraying yourself. So Instagram, um, majority of social media, they're not a real place. It's a man-made created thing that was generated for multiple reasons. I mean, we're expanding into technology, but it's, you know, excuse me, it's pretty entertaining actually. Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, you get lost in it. It's a dopamine hit. It's a, it's like a drug. And, um, I mean, anything that is too much of anything is bad. So, I mean, if you can limit yourself within the, not limit, I don't want to say limit, but if you can have like a harmonious relationship with your life and with social media and with how you communicate online, then that's awesome. But, um, you know, Call Her Daddy always says ways to be or not to be on social media. Honestly, for me, I believe that you should always just be secure and secure within yourself. Um, like with everything, with your post, what you write in your post, what you post on your story, what, you know, you write to people, what you DM to people, if you're trying to get to know someone, um, they really suggest, not in these exact words, but from what I got from what Alex and Sophia said is to be a little bit, be a little bit meaningful about your DMs, write something, don't have like a very basic conversation. Um, I feel that when I have conversations on Instagram that they're, or online or any social media, I feel like they're very simple and it's usually just with my friends. And I mean, in the past I've had guys, right? I mean, I've probably talked with guys too back or whatever, but that was when I was single. And, um, yeah, it was like all games. It was just playing games and it didn't feel good, you know? Um, I mean, it was kind of exciting a little bit, um, but it wasn't really authentic fun. So I honestly just suggest to have like an interesting conversation, try to lead it to actually meeting up instead of playing like a little tag game where you're just playing with each other and saying things but just kind of get like a flow and have like a good conversation be interesting be passionate um in terms of just being authentic to yourself and try to definitely be funny and interesting um don't just send like a small little hey or him uh, don't don't just send like little things like a little emoji call her daddy talks a lot about um pretty much hierarchy levels in terms of the way that you look or the way that people look, seeing if you're a 10 or if you're a five or you're a two, that you have to have different levels of energy with your physical appearance, which I definitely disagree because someone could be super hot, super beautiful and, you know, appeal to a lot of people in the world, but they're not going to appeal to every single person in this world. And when they're energetically off, you know, it's 
like how do I explain it? There's women and men in throughout history who've been known to be actually kind of ugly and but they have this persuasive power over people because of their energy and the way that they held themselves. Social media is a completely different time. You know, it's not we don't have those authentic interactions anymore like we used to. Up until the 90s honestly, we had authentic ways of communicating and getting to know each other. But now that we have this like explosion of visuals of the entire world all around us, you know, we get a pretty direct view of like what's going on around us instead of just what is said on the news. And I mean, where was I going with that? Yeah, it's just completely different time. Um, I guess that's how people meet nowadays, but that's not always the case. You know, I met my boyfriend in a very beautiful way and it was very organic and in person. Um, and it wasn't, it had nothing to do with online. Um, but that's the way so many people meet nowadays. I've heard so many love stories of people meeting online and it really has to do with your energy, how much you love yourself, how much you care about yourself and just the energy and security that you give off with another person as well. When you're around another person or when you're around other people in just general. Just really, I think it comes down to if you want to have a really good DM with anyone on Instagram, according to Call Her Daddy. Well, this is according to me, actually. Learn to be secure with yourself. Feel authentic. Be authentic. Be funny. Be true to yourself. Stick to your values. And, you know, just have fun with it. Just have fun. This is, like, what life is about. It's just having fun. And... It's not supposed to be this deep game of seeing who wins. Wins what? Wins at getting laid? Wins at whoever catches feelings? No, it's like, it's just supposed to be fun. And conscious. So, I mean, a lot of the things that girls talk about are super unconscious. And, which is totally fine. You know, they are responding to so many people that experience the things that they talk about. They're not talking about just stuff that they only experience. So many people experience the things that they talk about. And they give a guide to how to be more secure and um, in tune with yourself through this process of fucking around, pretty much. Um, But guys definitely love when girls slide into their DMs, apparently. Um, They like going back and forth about something. And that's funny that they said that because I've had guys tell me that they loved me going back and forth with them. And it's just like a conversation that I was just kind of questioning them and I wasn't really um, agreeing with everything that they said. And it wasn't like in a negative way at all, but it was in just a, a playful way and stuff. So be playful, be yourself, be confident, be secure in yourself. And... Yeah, just know that you're good enough, and if someone doesn't think that you're not good enough, that's fine, because there's 7 billion people in the world, and there's someone else that will come along, so it's okay. Just be present, and love yourself. Um, Some of my notes say, this is crazy how unconscious this podcast grew, because 98%, okay. So, yeah, a lot of the things that Call Her Daddy talks about comes from an unconscious perspective it's really funny though because 
Call Her Daddy was one of the aspects that helped me grow into consciousness and learn more about consciousness. Learn more about self-security, learn more about um, self-love to a certain extent, and just being secure in oneself. This was just one aspect that came into my life that really opened my eyes to, to sex, to like being okay with sex, knowing that sex is okay and there's nothing wrong with liking sex or having sex and having sex with multiple people, there's nothing wrong with that. So, I mean, this podcast definitely helped, was like a stepping stone for me to go to the next level of higher consciousness. Like I'm still working on myself and I still have a lot of unconscious belief systems and reactions that I still that still come up for me. Um, but I mean, as always, I talk about how much I love this podcast and just how great they are. And just because I'm saying that I don't agree with some of the things that they say doesn't mean that it's bad at all. You know, um, I see the light in everything that they say and um, I recognize where they're coming from. And because I've felt this way myself before in the past, um, just adding a conscious perspective to as much as I can add to everything that they, they say, you know, while reviewing it. I feel like I see this a lot. Um, so when you get penetrated, when you get penetrated, be authentic. Don't act crazy in terms of, how would I say, um, that it's, you know, you're, you may be super sensitive and it may feel amazing. That's great. React or respond appropriately to your feelings. You know, if it feels good, show it if it hurts show it but you know don't dramatize oh, I don't even like commanding so I mean I do like commanding things because I am a pretty bossy person but um what I'm saying pretty much is be fucking authentic stop faking shit stop faking like it's a huge stick in the world because a guy knows his size stop faking like it's the best feeling in the world just because you want him to think that it's the best thing in the world you know because Penetration's great, but that's not the only thing that gets a woman off. And I can't really speak for um, the gay community because I'm a straight woman. And I don't know how it is, but I've heard it's amazing um, for gay men. So I'm sure that gay men are authentic to themselves to a certain extent in terms of penetration. <laughs> um, I mean, we all have our, you know, our thing. I'm not that vocal in bed, honestly. I don't really do a lot of dirty talk. I don't feel, and I don't make a lot of noises. I don't really feel that's authentic to myself. I definitely make noises when it feels good and um, I'm enjoying it. But it's not like, um, I don't know. I don't know if that's just like an unconscious aspect because I've always been, not always, but in the past I was afraid of sex and I was afraid people if they knew that I had sex just a lot of really petty stuff that I was very self-conscious about and I just didn't like the way I sounded or like yeah I just didn't know what to make like what noises to make I don't know what to do blah 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 I don't know but I'm an adult now I will make noise if I'm comfortable doing it if there's no one in the house I'm not going to be loud if there's other people in the house I'll be a little bit, uh, 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 but, um, in terms of 
a loud moan. If there's kids in the house, if there's other people in the house, my parents in the house, I'm not gonna make like those peeps. Sorry, not sorry. Um, yeah, but in with guys saying, oh, you like that? I mean, I say that, so I think that maybe I should stop saying that because <laughs> Call Her Daddy says that's creepy. But is it really creepy though? Because, you know, when I give my boyfriend a blowjob, I ask him if he likes it. And he's like, oh, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, but they said when guys say it, it's creepy. Um, I mean, I feel that's kind of unconscious. They're just like, oh, you like that? I mean, they could ask in a, in a way if they're noticing something. But a guy notices when a girl likes something if she has a special reaction, which is getting wetter, okay? That is a sign that the girl likes whatever you're doing. So, I mean, if you need a verbal verification with that too, then yeah, go ahead and ask that. Um, but maybe ask instead, maybe you can ask, does it feel good? Or feels good, doesn't it? Something like that. Um, another aspect of sex, uh, is when a man takes charge, super hot, but you know, also what about when a woman takes charge? I, I mean, that's pretty cool. I'm not a dom. I'm more submissive and I prefer to be subdued or submissive to whatever. Um, I will prefer someone to dominate over me, but there have been some times where, um, I've been a little bit dumb because I know that the person I'm with likes it and that is kind of a it's a little bit of a weird role for me because that's not like a natural intuitive thing but I think that if I did a little bit of research maybe watch some videos maybe I don't know read some articles about it then I'll get a little bit better and we'll see though um okay but another aspect about sex and being a weirdo not being a weirdo just don't be a pillow princess like a girl gets on top for five seconds then wants to get done it's like girl you need to do some squats you need to work out you need to build up stamina to be able to handle this sex okay they brought up a story alex and sophia obviously they brought up a story about how a friend or someone was telling them that she had to stop within 20 minutes after the sex that she needed a break. Oh, every time I do this show, I, I yawn. Oh, and I missed yesterday, Wednesday, it's Thursday today, because I was traveling and, um, well, no, I was traveling today, actually, but I was moving out of one of my houses in um, Arizona. So I had a super busy day and was super, super freaking tired. And I completely, I was thinking about it all day and I didn't get an opportunity to prepare this. And when I got home to where I was going, it was, I just, I didn't pass out immediately, but I showered and lay down until I went to bed, which was for a couple more hours, just getting myself hydrated. But I'm here today. I'm a little bit late. Thank you for your patience. And, um, what were we talking about? Being a pillow princess. Yeah, just be active in bed, you know? Don't just stay in the same position. Actively roll your partner around. Have them roll you, whatever. You actually making moves to start sex and initiate it. Well, it's the same thing, but new positions. 
you know. Honestly, my favorite position is missionary, and I just, the reason why is because I love how close and intimate it is. I love having chest-to-chest with someone, specifically my boyfriend, um, and it's like you can just make out the whole time, and I love making out, and it just, it feels good. I love missionary but then you know i can't get stuck in that mindset it's like i just want missionary it's like no i want more than that i want to expand and explore and not do the same exact like four positions that we've been doing since we started fucking you know what i mean so um just really expanding your mind maybe getting a book looking stuff up online i mean there's a lot of material online and there's a lot of books about this and just spicing up the bedroom life and making it exciting instead of being a pillow princess okay learn to do some squats on that dick it's super fun and it's pretty easy once you get to do it and it's pretty like impressive too so yeah um and a guy would know if a girl isn't wet enough it's because she okay yeah so guys know that if a girl is not that wet it's because you're not prepped enough you haven't done enough foreplay you're not making her hot etc and ways to do that, ways to turn her on is kiss her, kiss her neck, lick her nipples, go down on her, um, finger her, eat a piece of pasta. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Um, what other ways to get a little riled up? A lot of women are turned on by actual stories or speech, telling them that they're hot, that I can't wait to fuck them or that you're gonna fuck them or you love fucking them something like that something to get the woman's mind riled up i don't think i provide the best examples um literally just mentally stimulating a woman will get her turned on so much i've been able to orgasm without touching myself and that's something women can do i don't i'm sure guys can do that too but I honestly don't know. I haven't heard that many cases, but it's because of mental stimulation, honestly. So you got to mentally stimulate her and you will know that she's, but not she, okay. You will know that she will, is not turned on because her pussy isn't wet, but that's not the only indication she could have a hormonal imbalance. She could have a thyroid deficiency. There's a bunch of reasons why a woman's vagina would be dry a bunch of reasons why a woman's vagina would be dry (laughs) that kind of rhymes a little bit um but it could be you and it's nothing wrong with that you just gotta you know get her turn on you gotta explore yourself and be okay with that kind of exploration and know that it's okay and it's natural it happens sometimes and definitely have some blue with you jesus this, I, you know what? I'm kind of glad that no one really listens to this podcast because, <laughs> I mean, is anyone out there? I don't know. <laughs> um, back to sex. Girls, be confident. Don't be insecure. If you queef, just say, that's what I did. And I queefed. Okay, don't be insecure about it. Um, guys, don't tell a girl to be quiet or shush, okay? Um that shows that you're insecure about sex but you know if there's kids in the house or your parents or your family or friends that you don't want them hearing that you're screwing yeah be considerate or whatever um but if not and it's just roommates or whatever just 
gives a fuck. Um, if you're, yeah, if you have roommates and you're an adult, it doesn't matter. So Call Her Daddy always talks about fashion, what to wear, what not to wear. They always have a sponsor and I think it's called the Snitch Fix. I actually bought some clothes from them a couple of years ago and I got a lot of really cute outfits. I'm not being sponsored by them. And, um, but it was a product that I did try and I really liked it. But I haven't done it since because um, I'm more about buying used clothes. So I don't know if that company is like earth friendly and if they sell used clothes. Like is it accumulation of used clothes that they sell or is it brand new clothes? Because I'm all about the used clothes because it helps Mother Earth. Because the next like five or six generations of humans can be clothed with the amount of clothes that we have on this earth right now. So, it's a little bit crazy and scary. Um, it is what it is. You know, that's just my practice. That's what I like to do. And that's what I've done since I was a teenager, buying secondhand clothes. And I think the, a great place to get really good quality, good, fashionable, like super high fashion. Um, not super, well, yeah, a little super high. Um, is New York City, obviously. Okay, they have great um, thrift stores. Their Goodwill has amazing clothes. And it's not cheap, you know? It's, um, in New York, everything's expensive. But that's, I mean, that's where, whenever I go to New York, I'm always, not always, but I go shopping. And it's, uh, I always find a lot of interesting stuff. So, um, just know, like, what you feel good in, what you look good in, and be secure about yourself. Um, you know, you don't have to look a certain way according to the world, according to society, to fit society's image, but dress in a way that you feel confident, dress in a way that you feel best, dress in a way that you feel like sexy or hot or whatever your mood is, dress that way and be confident about it. Like there's nothing wrong with, with that. I mean, there are celebrities that wear like, the shittiest um like outfits or whatever but they're confident in it and they start trends that way because they're well they seem to be confident in it at least um yeah just be secure in what you wear but know what you like you know and if you don't like it then change it's so easy to get clothes nowadays um you don't have to be super rich but I just highly suggest secondhand clothing. You find wondrous things in secondhand clothing. And it's just a nice, I, I mean, I enjoy it because now for energy reasons, because it, I mean, it's earth friendly. It helps Mother Earth. It doesn't buy into corporations directly. And um, the corporation that makes those clothes does not directly get paid for those secondhands a lot of times, I believe. Um, it's just, and it's just so much fun because you don't always know what you're going to get. You just got to look a lot. <laughs> um, talking about unconscious things and security stories. I don't remember what they talked about, but it was a very unconscious story. And I don't think it's relevant to this podcast, so I'm going to skip that story. But back to sex. Because they talk about sex like once or twice in this episode. But I wrote sex, finally. They, this position they talk about is spooning. And it's pretty much, you know, guy or girl laying down, the masculine person behind, the feminine person in the, in the front, okay? So ass to crotch, 
back to chest, okay? Good position to get choked in, good position to talk into their ear, good position to have like your their butt in your crotch, good position to grab a boob or a nipple, whatever you're grabbing. Um, good position to get fingered in. I don't know about asshole fingering though. Yeah, it's still a good position. It's a good position to get transition to getting fucked from behind, transition to reverse cowgirl. Literally, you just got to like holster your weight up and ride that dick from behind when you're sitting up. Like, but the that person that's you know behind you has to willingly um, expel themselves up as well with you, so that it's like a generated force between two people and you can just sit up together and just screw that way <laughs> super fun and spooning with one leg up in the air so if say if you're laying on your left side you're gonna put your leg your right leg up in the air you're gonna wrap it or trans um no you're gonna transition anything you're gonna wrap it around the partner's leg and it kind of gives you an open area for you to open your legs and you get touch on the clit make sure it's wet and soft and i mean that's just like my way i don't know how girls can handle or people like like such hard like clit rubbing everyone has their own you know but hard clit rubbing shit and that's that's intense um but yeah i mean it's a great position for all kinds of stuff and it's a great transition to several different moves okay so moving on to questions a girl stated that she number one she stated that she uh, okay let me say that again questions questions of the week number one girl got on academic probation because someone at her college or in her sisterhood or excuse me sorority told the college that she was listening to call her daddy so this girl got on academic probation so she doesn't have any she does have all this, all these freedoms, but it's like, why did energetically that happen to her? And possibly because she likes drama, possibly it could have been a story that she made up. Possibly, again, maybe she likes drama and she loves that kind of story to tell. Because, um, I mean, this is relatively, I mean, later, it's like in 2019, which is a pretty, we're, we have, you know, as a human species, we have so much progressing to do. But we're getting there, and I feel like 2019 is a pretty good spot for a college student to be free to listen to a podcast. So, number two, talking about fake names, how to figure out. So, if your partner is putting fake names under lovers or something, or their lovers under a fake name, take that number that you suspect, save it in your phone, go to Snapchat and add that friend to see if it is like the opposite sex or the same sex that... You're trying to figure out. Oh my god. Excuse me. <laughs> it is a wee bit late for me. There's just a couple more questions and statements about unconscious things. About how to find out if someone's cheating on you. If you suspect that someone's cheating on you. And I mean, yeah. You can look. But your intuition truly tells you. Your intuition truly fucking tells you what the fuck is up. And you've got to go down in that gut and that heart and listen to whatever your gut says, you know? And that person may not be cheating on you, but that gut feeling that you have is because there's something else about that person that 
your inner being knows that they're not the best for you, if that makes sense. So go with your gut feeling. You don't have to play all these fucking games when you truly listen to yourself. And yeah, just move on in life. It's not a big deal. There's 7 billion people in the world. You're going to be fine. Okay, so number four, tossing the salad. Um, Of course, keep yourself clean. Make sure that you're clean before you do anything. Um, I'm going to say this because I was going to go down, down there on my boyfriend, but I didn't because I could tell he wasn't that clean. And I think that I should have stopped and got up and got a baby wipe and cleaned him or something or took him in the shower or whatever. But if that's the case, if that's you in the case and you notice that there's nothing wrong with that, everyone's fucking human and... Um, yeah, that's just what we do as humans. We're constantly having generate, you know, generating all this oil and exchanges from our body, bodily fluids. And, you know, we have to shower. So definitely clean your butt when you shower, like before and afterwards. I mean, (laughs) when you're in the shower, do that. And if you're going to do some foreplay on the booty hole, maybe take another shower before that. How about that? Um, but definitely, yeah, clean yourself and that can help with a lot of things. So uh, moving on to the next question. So girlfriend started pegging me and I loved it. And now girlfriend wants me to try threesome and take a real dick. Is that gay or is that too weird? Should I do it? I don't know. So I love Call Her Daddy's response to this question because Call Her Daddy was so pro-sexuality. They were so pro-trying new things. And it's just because society says something's gay or says something that's this. And it's like, who the fuck cares? Like, who says that a guy who is straight is exploring his sexuality as gay? doesn't mean that you're gay. It just means that you want to explore. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. It's like if you like taking a dildo up your ass, you might as well try a dick. You might as well suck it too. You may like that too. You may find out that you're bisexual and there's nothing wrong with that. You know? It's cool. And I love so much that Call Her Daddy promotes uh, like being yourself, being comfortable with yourself, being okay with things that you like sexually. You know? It's just super cool. Last question. Tip it's a tip. It's not a question. If you have a quick, if you have a, if you get gag reflex bad or you can't deep throat, um, the suggestion is start humming. Uh, that opens up your vocal cords, which is right directly in your throat. And I think that a penis passes by, you know, I could be completely wrong, honestly. Anatomically, I'm thinking about where the fuck are the vocal cords? I don't even remember. But, um, you know, I, this is so funny because for since my early 20s, well, teens, early 20s, whatever, I used to be really religious and I used to believe in all these Catholic bullshit stuff. And I felt so horrible because I was brushing my teeth one night and I was able to push, push the toothbrush or put the toothbrush really far back in my throat. And I was thinking, I was like, oh, I must not have a gag reflex in the nighttime because I should probably be sucking dick. And I felt so sinful for thinking that. And it's so true. It's something that I still say to this day. You know, it's like, 
I don't have a gag reflex that much in the nighttime because it's the time for me to suck a dick. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know what I mean? Um, that is all I have for you. That's what we covered in the entire episode of Call Her Daddy, episode 2036, 26, episode 36, Sex, Sins, and Girls DMing First. So please follow my Instagram, Call Her Daddy Fan Club. Please send me a voice message on here. I believe you can. I don't know how to message on here. Follow me on Spotify. Follow me on wherever you can. I would just like to connect with people that are that watch this. Because I know this is kind of a crappy podcast so far. But no, actually, take that back. It's not that crappy. It's pretty cool. Um, but it definitely can improve. So I'd like to hear from people. Okay? Thanks. Good night.